G'day and welcome to our online service. I hope you enjoy this message with us. I'm going to share a short practical message with you regarding uh, habits that we form. And uh, this is part of our evening service here at Kemos Church um, series called My New Normal. And the thesis around this is that we, we all have high hopes for the future, high hopes for this new year. Uh, despite what's happening around us, I, there's, there's, there's definitely hope inside of me. And I trust that there is hope inside of you there at home, that you have hope for the future and hope for 2022. But here's the problem, I reckon. We all have high hopes and, and dreams for the future. But most of the time, it's our habits that let us down. We have high hopes, but we have downhill habits, habits that cause us to stumble. And we need to make a decision on choosing the best habits. And that's why I love the Word of God. There's so many truths in His Word that He helps us along the way. He gives us this life habits uh, for the younger generation. He gives us life hacks for a great future. And I want to invite you into this space and, and thank you for welcoming me into your home there where you are, where we can share the word. And we're going to look at the word and, and some godly habits that God has for us so that we can encounter and experience a great 2022. I want to start off with this saying. It's the following. It's, it's the small things that no one sees that results in big things that everyone wants. It's the small things, those small habits, those daily habits. And what is it that the Bible tells us that we ought to do so that we may experience the hope for the future? Maybe you're sitting at home and you say, Zalvin, you're taking, talking about hope for the future. I don't even have hope. I want to encourage you to have hope for the future. Settle this in your heart that there is a hope for the future. It got me thinking about, about God and His goodness. And, and we see that in John 4 verse 10. This is Jesus encountering a Samaritan woman at the well. And, and He asks this woman, Do you have something for me to drink or, or give me something to drink? This Samaritan woman is taken back because Jesus is a Jew and a Jew wouldn't Talk to a Samaritan woman. Uh, even, even in those days, it's frowned upon. But, but Jesus actually talks to this woman. He smashes right through the, the racial barrier and, and the customs of those days. And he talks to her. And she asks him, why do you talk to me? But it's Jesus' response that got me. He says the following to her when she asks Jesus, Why do you talk to me, a Samaritan woman? He says in John 4 verse 10, Jesus answered, If you knew the generosity of God and who I am, you should be asking me for a drink. And I would give you fresh living water. Jesus says, If you just knew the generosity, that gives me hope. That gives me the, the, the hope and, and, and just the, the comfort to say, Jesus, I have hope because I know who you are. This woman, this Samaritan woman, had a lot of water under her breech. 
And I think for her personally, she didn't have hope. But God, and I want to remind you, but God, He is generous. He wants to bless you, but you have to have hope for the future. Before I can share this habit that I, that I discovered in the Bible for the new year and, and what we need to implement in our lives, not only do you need hope for the future, but you also need repentance from the past. Repentance is a very strong word. And sometimes it can be a negative word. But the word repentance has a twofold meaning. It means to turn away from your old life, to turn away from that bad habits, to turn, a, uh, to turn around and away from a sinful life, and also the renewal of your mind. Constantly, Paul urges us to repent daily, meaning to renew our mind daily. Get a different way of thinking. How do you think about your life? How do you think about the future? I don't know about you, but I have hope for the future because of who Jesus is. And I had to remind myself that he is still in control. In the midst of this pandemic, he's still in control. He's still on the throne and he's not panicking. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And I want to encourage you to not just have hope for the future, but start renewing your mind for 2022. I love the way Paul addresses this in, in Philippians 3.13. And it's a bit of, of comfort as well for us. Paul, uh, probably the best theologian there is, he says the following, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. He, he doesn't understand it all. He doesn't know the, the answers to it all. But, he says, one thing I do, forgetting the things, what is behind, and, and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Moving forward. Did, did we make mistakes last year? Yes, we did. Did we make mistakes in the, in the last decade? Yes, we did. But we have to repent from the past, renew our mind, turn away from, from an old life, and start thinking about the new things that's ahead of us. And we can experience that new things by the formation of new habits. Formation of new habits in our lives. And this is our, our thesis verse for this series. And we read in Romans 12 verse 2, the message translation. And it says the following. Fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. It says fix your attention. Meaning form a new habit. The formation of habit starts with fixing your attention on God so that you will be changed from the inside out. He goes on and says, readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly responds to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. We have to say three things to each other today. One is that we have hope for the future. Two, 
to form new habits, we have to repent from the past and keep on repenting. That's just a way of saying, turn away from an old life, but also renew your mind. You're a new creation in Christ. He has hope for you and he has hope for your future. And then the formation of habits is important in our lives. How do we form new habits? How do we form godly habits? Fix your attention on God and you'll be changed from the inside out. So I want to share this habit, this life hack with you that we discover in the Bible that is important in our lives. Maybe the first habit out of four that we're going to look at in, in this series, My New Normal. The first one is focus on what you do first. Focus on what you do first in life. It's important to know and, and to form habit, a, a habit around what you do first in life. And I want to give you two things what you can do first and, and a lot of practical things that goes with that. But first of all, when I focus on what I do first, put God first. Make it a habit in your life to put God first in your life. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. We start with God. We put God first in our lives. And sometimes we have a list, especially in the new year, sometimes goals or, or resolutions that we want to accomplish. And, and somewhere on our list, somewhere God is on our list, but he has to be first on our list. And quite frankly, if God is not first on our list, he's not on our list at all. We need to get into the habit where we focus on the big habit here. Focus on what you do first. What do I do first? I put God first in my life. Even in Genesis 1 verse 1, the Bible just starts with these three, uh, four words. In the beginning, God. He's, it started with Him. And actually, He modeled it for us by putting His Son first. He, he gave His first Son, His only Son first for us God would not model something he won't expect from us he's expecting us to put him first we see in Exodus 20 verse 1 he said and God spoke all these words I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt out of the land of slavery you shall have no other gods before me we need to put him First, it's important to, to place God first in our lives. So what's the first habit we're going to focus on so that we may have hope for 2022? Is I'm going to focus on what I do first. I put God first. Secondly, in this category is give God the first of everything. Give Him the first of everything. And, and there's so much... To say here and I want to quickly share a couple of those things what do I give him first and we see actually in Leviticus 27 30 it says the following a tithe of everything from the land where the grain from the soil or fruit from the trees belongs to the Lord 
it is holy to the Lord. Second verse, uh, Deuteronomy uh, 14.23 says, The purpose of tithing is to teach you always to put God in the first place of your life. Meaning everything in your life, give it to God first. N not just money, not just time, everything. Not, not just your thoughts, everything. Give Him everything first. How does that look practically for us? How, how can I implement that practically in my life and in your life? Salvin, how do I give God a first of everything? I want to give you a couple of examples. The first is give Him the first of your year. The first of your year. Set time apart this, this season. We're, we're still in January. Set time apart this month that is dedicated to Him. Practically for me personally, how, that's, how that looks in my life. For the last six, seven uh, years, I go on a 21 days of prayer and fasting. Just setting time aside, saying, God, I'm, I'm disconnecting from the world and I'm connecting to you. Because that is what prayer and fasting does. Fasting disconnects you from the world and prayer connects you to God. And for the last six years, that has been my first 21 days of the year, is giving God the first of the year. And just saying, God, I'm putting you first. I'm putting you first. Is it too late to start it? No, it's not. I want to invite you into this space. Take five days. Give something up. Maybe you're not sure how fasting works. It's sometimes it, it can be a complete fast. That is just drinking water uh, for the next five days or ten days. You decide. Just water. It's, it is possible. Or maybe a Daniel's fast. That is giving everything up from, from an animal. So just having fruit and nuts for the next five days or ten days. Where, where you just disconnect saying I'm giving stuff up. Because I want to disconnect from the world and connect to you. Maybe you need a, a, a soul fast uh, where you give up social media for a couple of days saying, God, I just want to put that aside. And I want to declare that I put you first. I'm going to pray in this time. I want to encourage you to put God first. Give him the first of your year. Secondly, you can give him the first of your month. Meaning for us, practically in our household, we go in the first two couple of days of, of the month, we set out our calendar because it's easy to schedule our calendar around our events that's happening. But, but we schedule our calendar as a family and we schedule him first saying, God, this is your day. This is where, where our calendar is going to honor you in a sense that we're going to put you First, for us personally, it's also in our finance world. The first of our income goes to God. I don't know how it looks to you, but we give to God the first of our everything. Also, our finance as a family. Me and my wife, so first, we give our first fruits to Kemal Church. It's just what we do. It's, it's, it's biblical and it's a blessing, actually. And I want to invite you into that space. Also, we give God the first of our, our week. If you're watching maybe this message on a Sunday and uh, 
That is the first day of the week. That is, that is a choice that you make, putting God first, giving God the first of my week. And lastly, also the first of my day. And sometimes this is, this is the one that we lack the most. Is we wake up, we take our phones and we watch the news or we watch our social media status or we watch what everyone else did before we even say, good morning, Lord. Thank you for this day. And maybe I can give you some practical advice just on that. How do I, so how do I get into the habit of putting God first in my day? Give him the first 15 of your morning. Start off with the first 15. Break it up in three, five minutes of prayer, five minutes of his word, five minutes of worship every morning. That is one psalm, that is one song, and that is just a prayer of thankfulness. 15 minutes, get into the habit. Sooner or later, that's going to be two songs, two psalms, and a whole lot of prayer. But you need to put God first. I want to end encourage you tomorrow morning will you put God first even if it's just good morning God put him first in your life and then expect God to bless the rest here's a promise from the Lord to us when we put him first and we see it in Proverbs 3 from verse 6 says in all your ways acknowledge him honor the lord with your wealth with the first fruits of your crops then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your va uh, vats will brim over with new wine what a promise from god that when we give him our first he gives us overflowing blessing i want to encourage you into this habit into this new normal that you make a conscious decision that you're going to put god first in every way this year let's pray lord thank you for your goodness thank you lord that you have promises on promises for us lord lord thank you that we can have hope for the future but Lord, it's our habits most of the times that let us down. Lord, may we form this new habit in our lives where we put you first. And thank you, Lord, that we can expect you to bless that as you promise in your word. Lord, help us in this new season. And may we have the courage to take on the formation of this new habit in our lives by putting you first. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Bless you guys. As we reflect on this message about putting God first, what is the things that you can do in your life to put Him first? How, how is it impacting your life? And maybe you want to discuss this with some of your friends or family members. What is the practical things on what you need to do to put God first. Secondly, I, I want to maybe ask you this in, in, a, in a practical way. Uh, think about how you have been spending um, your, your month and your week and your first 
uh, time in the morning when you wake up, the first time or what you do in the mornings. What is it that you constantly do uh, out of a habit? Is it grabbing your phone? And what do you need to do to change that? Maybe you need someone in your life that holds you accountable for the first couple of days so that that habit can set in. But what is it that you do? Thirdly, as we, we discuss a bit of application questions is, uh, what is something uh, new or change that you want for your life this year? What, what is the change that you actually want? What is that hope for the future that you do have? Do you have hope for your finances? Do you have hope for your kids? But what does that look like when you, when you contextualize it in, in your world? How does that new you and new normal look for you? in this life and in 2022. I hope this questions help you and I hope this questions help you to, to discuss a bit of this message a bit more.